So I think it's important for us to understand that the freedom that Christ came to give us is not just in the spirit, but in the soul and in the body as well. Yeah. So uh, as a believer, we need to constantly examine. Yep. Are we free from all these things uh, that we struggle with? Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Welcome back to Discussions with Derek and Susan. We're going to be starting a new topic today on leading yourself. We're available on all the top platforms for podcasts as well as uh, video podcasts on YouTube. So uh, go and like our YouTube channel, share this with somebody so that we can uh, get the word out and pray that people are blessed. Subscribe to our uh, Instagram as well as our Facebook pages. Also stay informed on what's happening with Derek Dunn Ministry. So we're going to talk about leading yourself, I'm going to talk about leading yourself with your body. And the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we always focus on the spiritual part and we talk about prayer and all that stuff. And we're going to talk about that. It's so important. But God is concerned with the physical realm also. And God's mm-hmm. given us a physical body and uh, we need to take care of our temple. We need to take care of our body. And so we want to share some things that we do um, to try to be healthy, as well as some principles uh, that are here in managing your flesh. So we could call this managing your flesh, buffeting your body, <laughs> not buffeting it, uh, many different topics of what we could talk about. Um, but we need to, 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 to manage our flesh. The Bible says that the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak, that the flesh and the spirit are at enmity against uh, each other. And um, oh, there's a great book by a man named Watchman Nee. It's kind of mm-hmm. an older book, and it talks about the latent power of the soul and that mm-hmm. if we're divided and our flesh and our, our soul is divided, meaning our, our, our emotions, our, our will, um, you know, our spirit, then it's very hard to, to walk with God. And so he talks about how we need to break the barrier of the flesh. We need to break the barrier of the limitations of our emotions. We need to break spiritual barriers. And um, how we do that is really by letting the will, which is the rudder of our life, uh, come in line with God's word, come in line with the spirit of God on the inside of us. And that's what it means to walk after the spirit. How do you choose to walk? You will yourself to walk. You will yourself to do things. And so many people you know, struggle with the flesh. And Mm -hmm. so we want to talk about how to manage the flesh and what we can do um, to break the power of the flesh over our lives. So many people limited by the flesh. I've got people, you know, sometimes they're a pastor. I'm late. I'm habitually late. And you just have to understand I have a problem with my flesh. I can't show up on time. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about what are you doing about this? There's people have a problem with their flesh and they're involved in sexual addiction and, and they can't manage their flesh. You know, we, we get involved in, in addiction to substances and people get involved in the substance to alcohol, drug addiction, um, gluttony, all these things that happen. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not a testimony for God. We need to take charge uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. over our flesh. And so how, how do we do that? What are some things that come to mind as we talk about that? Uh, I think it, um, you know, fasting and praying definitely is fundamental. I think recently. Oh no, we, fasting! <laughs> <laughs> recently, we went through fourteen days of fasting and praying yeah. as a church. I think that uh, I think that is what Jesus modeled for us, yeah. right? Fasting is constantly fasting and praying. I think that is the best defense. I use the word defense. Because uh, we are born with a body, and we are subjected to the breakdown of the, uh, the, the you know, 
the breakdown of this world. So um, we need to have a defense mechanism whereby we do not let our carnality rule over us. Mm. It is so natural for us to just live in the body. Yeah. So I think constant uh, regular fasting and praying is definitely the key. That's the, the key for me. Uh, so we, uh, we need to go through that fasting and uh, suppress our, our physical desires and in, then invoke the yep. desire for God and the things of God, which are the spiritual things through prayer. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Jesus said, you know, um, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of a paradox. Uh, basically, if the flesh is strong, the spirit is weak. <laughs> right. The, if the spirit is strong and it, it, the flesh is a subjection, then that's where you live life out of the spirit. And mm-hmm. so how do we do it? None of us like fasting. I remember, you know, the first, we li- I do you know, periodic fasting and things, and we did it as a church and started this year fasting. But the first day you start trying to subject your flesh... What happens? It's like Your a screaming child that's manifesting. <laughs> and, you know, I joked, I told the church, I said, you know, you're day one of fasting, you don't even eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. And you woke up and you're thinking of pancakes and you're thinking of all the stuff you don't even eat and don't mm-hmm. even like because your flesh just wants what it wants. And so mm-hmm. our, our fleshly desires are, are not bad. God gives us the flesh and in moderation, we can enjoy things. Thank God that. You know, uh, I'm a foodie, and I, I love the way that food tastes. I love spicy food, all that. But am I living to eat, or am I eating to live? Mm, that's good. You know, thank God. You know, God gives us our desires. So our, our flesh, uh, you know, it wants to eat. It likes to sleep. It likes pleasure. And and we have our sexual drive, which your mm. flesh wants to be gratified. And and God's put the boundaries of that in marriage for that. But if we if we're feeding the flesh the wrong way, then what happened? We're feeding a monster. Mm. And, um, you know, we can do that with food. We can be oversleeping, overindulging in pleasure, um, you know, overindulging in that sexual drive and bringing it outside the boundaries of what God has called us to walk in. Mm-hmm. And what happens? That basically causes us to be a fleshly person, which means we're dominated by the flesh. So fasting is so important because when we do that, um, someone said this, what you feed will live, mm. what you starve will die. And Jesus, you know, when the disciples were trying to cast out demons, he said these only came out with prayer and fasting. Mm. And uh, prayer is so important, but if we're just trying to build our spirit, man, and we're not dealing with our flesh, then our spirit is not going to be strong. And I I probably think that the things that those, that the spirit they were trying to come against was probably something they were struggling with in the flesh. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, that's probably very true because you can't have authority over something you don't have authority over in your own life. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we need to understand that. And, um, you know, it, it, it's basically disciplining the flesh. And, you know, and I, I go to the gym and I exercise and I was, uh, you know, exercising one time. I had a personal trainer. I'm in the gym four or five times a week and I'm not losing weight. Mm-hmm. I'm bulking up a little bit. I'm not. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, what's your diet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 70% of weight loss and being fit is your diet. And I was right. like, what? I thought 70% would be exercise mm-hmm. and 30% diet. No, 70% is your diet. So if mm-hmm. you're putting the wrong thing in, even if you're doing the right disciplines, you're not going to have the results that you want. Mm-hmm. And so I had to kind of adjust things and be healthier and, and, mm-hmm. and do that. You know, after the holidays, come on, we enjoy, but but we've got to be disciplined. We can't live and be gorging ourselves all the time. Yeah. And so discipline is very important. Um, yeah. Fasting, but then live a fasted life. I know mm-hmm. some people, they fast and they'll do a fast and then after that they're picking out and eating six meals a day right 
and uh, and not buffeting their flesh, and then mm-hmm. they're wondering why they're struggling with mm-hmm. with you know other issues, mm-hmm. and so we need to. Um, keep the flesh in line. We need to discipline the flesh. It's not that we can't enjoy, um, but moderation is so important. And mm-hmm. so moderation in our eating, moderation in entertainment, moderation mm-hmm. in what we're exposing ourselves to, yeah. because if we're if not, we're sowing to the flesh, we're going to reap, the Bible says, corruption. Mm-hmm. And so some, those are the stuff things, you know, and so we're, we're not here to put our disciplines on you because everyone's in a different place and, mm-hmm. and where we're at, but you've got to be disciplined. You know, yeah. we can't just... Um, come and people come and say, Pastor, pray for me that I won't struggle with lust and cast it out of me. Mm. Well, you can't cast your flesh out. Mm. You know, if there's demons involved, we can deal with it and you've opened yourself to that. We can take charge of that. But you got to discipline your flesh. If you're feeding your flesh and when your flesh wants something, you know, it's screaming for ice cream and you eat a whole tub, you know, Mm. all you're not disciplining your flesh. So our flesh is like a child. We've got yeah. to di- discipline. Paul said this, I buffet my body that I would not dis- be disqualified. Yeah. yeah. That I would not stumble others. And so mm. we've got to bring ourselves in that discipline. So whether it's our eating, whether it's our entertainment, um, whether it's, um, like I said, the, the sexual things that we're exposing ourselves to, we're involved in those things, we've got to put the discipline in there and to do it. Yeah, and the Bible says that Jesus came to set us free, and we are free indeed. So we, you know, how can we be free in the spirit if our flesh is subjected to, you know, uh, all these uh, things that we we crave for and uh, things that we uh, are addicted to? So I think it's important for us to understand that the freedom that Christ came to give us is not just in the spirit, but in the soul and in the body as well. Yeah. So uh, as a believer, we need to constantly examine, yep. are we free from all these things uh, that we struggle with? Can we stop watching uh, the YouTube videos? Or can we uh, take social a break media, from social yeah. media? Yep. Can we uh, take a day where we do not eat? You know, And fasting is not dieting. Yeah. Fasting is not, you know, uh, cutting down fat food and all that so that you look better. Fasting is really fasting where you uh, seek after one thing and that's to be free from your carnality and to have a greater love and a greater passion for the Lord. Uh, And I must say that fasting is progressive too, you know. It's not that everyone can do like a full three-day fast overnight. You need to build your stamina. And you will realize that when you first started, you, you will struggle, but eventually you get, you get stronger in it. And when you get stronger in it, you feel a greater sense of liberty and freedom. Yeah. And many people experience being set free from things, you know, tormenting thoughts or emotions that are unhealthy or even addiction uh, that flees you when you're able to subject your body to the power of God. Uh, so I think fasting and praying is definitely uh, one way that we can uh, take a hold of our uh, the ownership of the body that God has given to us uh, and, and fasting and praying. Uh, but the next thing would be also to uh, maybe exercise. Yeah. What do you think? I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth, stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. 
The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun. I think, you know, it's important to, to do, it's our eating, our exercise, you know, doing that where we are, uh, you know, using our body in the way it's created, you know, by reason of use and exercise, it talks about the spiritual side, but it's important in the physical side too. And, you know, Paul said physical training has value. We, we, we yeah. skip over that and talk about godliness is profitable in all things, but mm. physical training is important. Right. So, so, you know, if we don't use it, we lose it. <laughs> and so, you know, especially getting older, you've got to in the gym to keep muscle because that's your stamina. You need strength, you know, preaching and doing what I have to do. You know, I need strength and stamina. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of young guys and, you know, I can run circles around them, even though I'm twice or three times their age. Why? Because mm-hmm. I have physical stamina that's there. They may not look fitter because of their metabolism, but right. they're, not, they're not physically strong. And so exercise is very important. And um, you know, not to say you have to be a gym rat. And some people on the other extreme, they're not feeding the flesh with the wrong thing, but they're overfleshing and everything's about their look and their persona and how they, their mm. body, and they're worshiping their body. And, you know, people can get into that too, where, you know, you're, you're so into the physical part that everything's about your body and you're not mm. developing the other areas of your life. So that's not a good extreme. But again, the moderation, doing it. So what do you like to do? Whether it's walking or some people love to run. Um, the gym, you know, I, I just like the gym because weights and, and, and that works for me. And that's how, you know, I grew mm-hmm. up doing that. But swimming or whatever it is, um, yeah. that, that's good. There. But we need to be doing something where we're getting our heart rate up. We don't want to die before our time, you know. Um, you know, And this is a sensitive subject, but even with COVID coming in, you know, the statistic came out, which I think it was 74% Mm-hmm. Of people that died wow. of COVID had other underlying health issues. Right. 86% of people who died with COVID didn't die because of COVID. They died with COVID, but there was another underlying issue, whether it was high blood pressure or diabetes. So what, mm-hmm. when this thing attacked them, they didn't have the strength in their body to fight it off. Yeah. You know, and I want to be sensitive and it's not always the case, but the statistics are there mm. after two years of, of what we've been fighting. So if we're strong physically, if we're, you know, I don't fall sick a lot. Why? I exercise. I eat healthy. I take vitamins. I, I'm concerned about my body. I'm, you know, I'm not vain, but what can I do to slow down the aging process? Mm. You know, why? I want my temple to look good because, you know, well, God sees the heart, Pastor but people don't. <laughs> and so, you know, I don't want to be, I can't preach three right. services because I'm huffing and puffing because mm. my weight's too heavy. Or, mm. you know, I don't need a pulpit. I just put my Bible on my pulpit, you mm. know, and I, I'm carrying my pulpit around with me. Mm. All of that stuff is not glorifying to God. And we can die before our time. There's mm-hmm. people um, in the, in in the throughout history, um, you know, who died before their time because they didn't take care of their body. Mm. And so we don't want to be going to the things of the flesh to deal with stress. Mm -hmm. And it's not about us pointing fingers at other people, but what can we do? Exercising. Again, eating healthy, doing things. Some people are like, well, you shouldn't, uh, you know, be eating, but you're drinking too much coffee. You're eating, drinking six to eight cups of coffee a day. That's not good for your body. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, you know, you're addicted to caffeine. You know, we look, I remember a story I was in uh, uh, Europe and I was preaching and they took me to a pub uh, after the, the service. And, uh, you know, they're like, do you want a beer? And I was shocked. And I'm like, beer? You guys drink beer? And, you know, I, I grew up, you know, and, and, and we didn't touch alcohol. It's the devil's brew and this kind yeah. of thing. And, um, you know, I was religious in that. Mm-hmm. And um, But they just had one beer. It was moderation. And some mm-hmm. people might not agree with me. If you have an issue with that, I, I get it. But I was being a bit religious. And they just had one beer. They weren't getting into drunkenness. They weren't. Mm-hmm. It was a place. And, you know, they enjoyed it with their food. And, right. and, and I was like, oh, no, I don't drink, you know, but it's okay if you want to have it. And then they kind of laughed. And then the pastor was like, how many cups of coffee have you had today? And I was mm. like, four or five. Mm. And he's like, for us, we see many times the Americans, and they're always into their coffee and into their food, mm-hmm. and they talk about us. But yet, we don't drink coffee. We think you shouldn't have more than two cups, and we're you know not in excess in that. And so what are we doing? We're pointing fingers at others. And yeah. you know when you point one finger at someone else, we always learn you got four fingers pointing back at you. So not getting into realistic, but applying the principle of, of exercise, of moderation, and what we're doing in our physical body, eating, all of those things, mm. not glorifying the flesh, but but keeping the flesh in subjection and, and by reason of use so that we can be healthy, that we can run our course. We don't want to die before our time. Any yeah. last words on this as we end off talking about our physical body and well, the Bible ourself. says that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And uh, literally, if that is the case, then uh, as we take care of the church physical temple, then don't we also need to take care of the temple that the Holy Spirit resides in? So in whatever manner and ways, uh, that should be uh, the ultimate heart, why we want to fast and pray, why we want to exercise, why do we want to uh, take care of how we look uh, and and make sure that our body is receiving the right nutrition so that we can continue to have healthy bodies. That should be the ultimate, I think, because that's where the Spirit of God, can you imagine the Spirit of the living God inside this body, that we take care of it and make sure that it's well and it's healthy. Uh, and yeah, do whatever is necessary for us to really rein in our carnality and allow the Spirit of God to really flourish on the inside of us. Love it. Well, there you have it. Come on. What are the areas that maybe your flesh is having a little bit too much power over your life? Bring the discipline in. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Come on. We want you around for the long haul. We don't want our body to... Be, to, to, to Paul said, I don't want to come under the power of anything. We want our flesh to serve us. We don't want to be serving the flesh. Share this with somebody who you know that it can be a blessing to. Uh, we're going to talk about the other areas of our life. This is one aspect. The others are just as important. So don't miss us in the next episode as we talk about leading yourself. We'll see you then. Bye.